Hi everyone. Uh, welcome to Two Drunk Fans. It's been a rough day. I hope you're all drinking. If you are 21 and older, or if your parents gave you the drink. Or if you're in Europe, where you can drink legally at like 18 or 16 or something like that. At 11, 12, whatever. <laughs> so it's been a rough day. It's been a rough a rough few days, if you're a fan of uh, the U.S. Women's National Team. A um, couple of tough games that they, they just went through. Yeah. Um, Gab, what are you drinking to deal with today? <laughs> Um, right now I'm drinking my last beer that I have in my house. It's a, a mirror pond. Um, but I just put a bottle of wine in the freezer, um, wrapped in a wet paper towel, as Sarah recommended after our last uh, podcast. So hopefully I will be tapping into that here shortly. What are you drinking? Uh, I don't even know. It's just some random Zinfandel that I brought home. From over the weekend, I went to Stowe, Vermont, with some buddies, and we took too much alcohol, and I had to bring some home. And now I'm pretty glad that I did it. You had to. <laughs> I had to. <clears throat> and yeah, uh, I, it means I had a bottle on hand to crack open when I got home tonight. Woo! Because we need a calm me down beverage. Well, you know what? The thing is, though. I was pretty calm, even when it was happening. Relatively. I mean, I I was reacting to what was happening in the game like you would if you were watching the game, except I was watching the game on Twitter. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't think it's doomsday. No, no. It's way too early to say it's time to panic at the discotheque. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't... I mean, it's a shocking result, right? It's it's shocking. I wasn't but, expecting it. No. I mean, I was expecting it to not be that easy, but I was kind of also going on the old, you know, you never want to play the United States after a loss. Right! And actually, this time, I guess you do. <laughs> good, good luck, Korea. Um, they, they had a hell of a game. By they, I mean Denmark. Yeah, I, I uh, unfortunately wasn't able to watch any of it, and I haven't found a, a download of it yet. But from the, the sounds of it, it um, they, they brought their A game, and we unfortunately did not. Look, by now everyone's discussed it to death. Uh, first half, we were, we were shite. We were absolute shite. The second half, uh, some other things started coming together, and we started getting some balls to the box. It still wasn't enough. I mean, they scored a stoppage time goal on us when we were trying to pull back to escape with a tie. So, no, it wasn't our finest hour. Yeah, and didn't we have upwards of, like, 20-plus shots to their, like, eight and... They just had amazing, uh, an amazing shooting percentage, like goal ratio. I don't think it was that lopsided. It was like 20 to 11 or something. But yeah, we uh, definitely outshot them. But they just, they were on target so often. Yeah. All their shots count. Which is, which is weird considering um, who we had in goal and uh, who we had in our back line. 
Um, but you know, it's it's not any reason to panic. Um, it's no, no. like one bad tournament where we're constantly fiddling. I say we, where Tom Sermani is constantly fiddling with the lineup is it's not a reason to panic. The Algarve is has is usually the time when we're supposed to experiment. Yeah, he doesn't have a chance to uh, 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 the rest of the year. I mean, we're doing friendlies um, against China. Up until uh, World Cup qualifiers, he, you know, this is his one chance to, to give a lot of the, the younger players an opportunity to, to kind of show show him, prove to him why they're on this squad. Um, and it gives him a chance to kind of see what this team's worth. He's never lost as a coach of this team. Now, granted, he's only been a coach of this team a little over a year, but still. Yeah, this uh, this snapped a nice streak for Dad Jeans of Scotland. Yeah. Uh, he's got a different streak going now. Now the United States is playing for seventh place against North Korea, or Korea DPR. At the end of the day, you know, they're still, they're still playing for pride. They're still playing to save face. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> they can... Uh, eat their Wheaties come uh, Wednesday and and actually show up uh, for the game. Uh, I know that sounds harsh, but that's what it kind of feels like. They're they're kind of phoning it in. Uh, trying to figure it out, trying uh, uh, new things. I, I don't think it, it, it's any one player's uh, fault. I definitely don't think it's Tom's fault. I think it's just, you know, uh, circumstantial. Yeah, yeah. Uh- for some reason, the team just never clicked. From day one, they something wasn't right. And we can't know whether it was just they had an off tournament or everybody got the food poisoning. <laughs> Sid, or, I feel so bad for you. Violent food poisoning. I know. I was or, like, you didn't need to say that, but thank you. you know, or they're all having a fight over what they believe should happen on Scandal. We don't know. We can, we can only judge based on what we saw on the field. And what we saw on the field was pants. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't looked good uh, all tournament. Um, You know, the first game against Japan, they held their own. Um, And, you know, wind was a factor. And and we can make up all these excuses. But it's one of those things. It's like, uh, ladies, you're professionals. (laughs) Pull it together. Yeah. And then they, you know, struggled against Sweden. And so by the time Denmark rolled around they should have figured it out. But yet, on the other hand, maybe Algarve isn't about figuring it out. It's about trying new things, and then when they don't work, going, oh, let's not ever try that again. <laughs> yeah. I wonder I wonder how much of today and, and uh, last week Tom is saying they're going, yeah, we're not going to do that again. That was a fun experiment, but yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're okay. We were, um, missing, we were definitely missing Lauren Holiday. Nay Cheney in the midfield. Coaches are always talking about wanting to shift Carly forward and kind of release her to just go berserker on the attack like she wants to do all the time. And so that means you need a holiday or a box to sit in the midfield and, you know, break up the other team's attack and dig the ball out and get moving forward again. Yeah, and we had a Brian. Um, which nothing against her. She's just young. And, and this was, uh, her first tournament with the senior team. And, um, Mewis and Morgan Bryan, um, I think they got a valuable learning experience in this tournament. 
Yeah. What else did do you think players learned from from this tournament? Are are there you know your hope solo? Um, you're in a game today where uh, you know five goals are scored against you on yeah, you. Them, you know. You do know. you do you what what do you take away from this? That uh, sometimes your defense lets you down. Um, sometimes you just gotta move on. You just gotta keep swimming, man. Yeah, just keep swimming. Just keep how swimming. Any, how does any goalkeeper come back from getting scored on five times? I I don't know. Eight times. Eight times. Nine. Ten. Because that's that's sometimes that's what we do to other teams. So you know, I think Hope Solo will be fine. I mean, I think all I think they'll all be fine. Yeah, um, everybody's gonna be fine. Um. You know, heads aren't going to roll. Heads aren't going to roll back in Chicago at USSF. You know, they're not saying they're going like, oh, my God, what what happened? I thought the team went back to the hotel and then started pointing fingers at each other and it devolved into some mess. And then Tom Sermani had to make them all run sprints until they were too tired to argue. Yeah, they're not in high school anymore. No, they're all professionals. And honestly, part of being professional is dealing well with losing yeah and and you know that's something that that us as fans have to get better at as well um we can't we can't hit the panic button um you know after after this one game i think uh megan rapino in the in the post game quotes um she she was quoted as as saying you know we're we're still seven months away from qualifying and we're still about 15 months or or so away from the the World Cup. Um, you know, we'll fix it. It'll it'll get better. Yeah, I I think the only we only need to start panicking once it's once we hit that one year countdown to 2015. And well, we're still not fixing things. well, I mean, and I don't even think the one year countdown is is the time to panic. Look at the men's World Cup team, uh, the the squad there. Um, you know, Jurgen is still uh, <laughs> figuring out the twenty-three he's taking. Um, Tom Sermani, uh, in in my opinion, has a little bit of a deeper a deeper pool to to be picking from as well. And yeah, consider the women's national team in twenty ten scraping their way out of qualifying, and then you know making that glorious run to the end in the World Cup. So yeah, you're right. It not even one year out. Um, it's only if we consistently look shabby against understrength teams you know for maybe four or five games in a row that's that's when we should start talking about what's really going on why are why is everything why does everything make me want to drink well i i i wouldn't be surprised if they come come out of this tournament and don't start getting some team uh psychology stuff going on well, in a way, on that end, I think NWSL will be really good for all of them. Absolutely. They'll, they'll take a break from residency. They'll come to their clubs. They'll be, you know, working towards a different goal with different people. Sometimes you just need a break. Right? They've they've only been playing with each other for, well, I mean, some of them were over in Europe. Um, but, but I'd say a majority of them have only been playing you know, with the women's national team for six months. Um, And they've been in camp a lot this year. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you look at something so long, it doesn't 
it doesn't mean anything anymore. So you have to go do something else, like grab a drink and play a game, play with your cat a little bit, and then come back to the problem. So, yeah, let them go through preseason, and then we'll see how they look against China. Although, the flip side is, if we look good against China, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, because sorry, China, but they're not exactly the most robust program anymore. You know who I want to look good against? France. France. Against Le Français? I want to look so good against France. Yeah. Um, That'll... I think that'll be a good test, definitely. And, and that'll be mid-season for NWSL, so players uh-huh. will will be you know a little bit more comfortable uh, playing with different people and and hopefully a little bit more um, ready uh, mm-hmm. uh, for the competition. But you know, overall, I'm I'm disappointed. Um, I'm I'm like I'm like a parent or or a sibling or something. I'm I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Yeah. Um, you know, I I wanted them to to do well. It'd be great to repeat. It'd be great to be facing Germany in the final. Um, I think I think you know we always look forward to to that matchup. But at the end of the day, you know they fell they fell short, and and it, it, we knew that was going to happen at some point. Um, they they couldn't they would not be able to maintain a uh, sixty win streak going into the world cup well remember we were joking about this in frisco we were like what if canada does it (laughs) what if canada ends the winning streak i mean yay canada but i mean it we've known they needed a wake-up call for a while this was not the worst thing that could have happened to the team the worst thing that could happen is you know washing out of the world cup or the olympics not qualifying for the world cup yeah (laughs) yeah so i think everybody can feel disappointed and sad but people are you know clamoring for Tom Sermon to be fired or arguing that this is why you always start Heavy Wombok that's not the point of the Algarve I mean people who are like we always need to start our like our proven starting 11 in order to win games are completely missing the point because it comes at the expense of developing youth players and evolving this team so everyone who's clamoring that oh we didn't what's with all these kids and newcomers or we always need to start certain people. I've got no time for that. Well, Tom Sermani shouldn't have an 11 that he always goes to. Pia always had an 11 that she went to and we got really tired of that. No Um, coach should have an 11 that they always go to. I mean, some coaches have to as a necessity. Right. But but considering, you know, the much vaunted depth of our bench, we shouldn't always have the same starting 11. We shouldn't have to. Right. That's a luxury we can afford. Right. Absolutely. Losing, not placing well in the Algarve is a luxury that's not going to kill us. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather lose now than lose later. They were without a couple of key players uh, on the squad. Um, Lauren Holiday uh, is, she missed the Algarve Cup uh, for personal reasons. Uh, she had a, a commitment. Um, Alex Morgan wasn't there. Um, she's still rehabbing her, her ankle. So, you know, we're, we're also not, not faced with our normal full squad. You know, that's, these are all just contributing factors. Uh, and and no one one person. I mean, you you had mentioned earlier Holiday being in the middle. She would have made a huge difference. I completely agree. Um, 
hopefully Tom sees that and sees sees the value that she brings to that position now that he's tried a couple of different options and uh, and she she's even more uh, ind- indisposable. And it was not just we were missing certain key players, but some players at Allgarve were struggling a little bit. I mean, we saw Pino; she was not on form. She yeah, she of, really struggled she had, during Japan. Yeah, she had a rough time of it. Um, all players go through slumps, though, so that's not necessarily anything to be worried about either. I'd rather and, her slump now. Well, just to talk about Algarve a little bit more, the first place game is Germany-Japan, and that's probably going to be a pretty good time. I hope we can find streams of it, and it's on a decent time. I'm pretty sure Eurosport will pick that up. Over in the Cyprus Cup, you had a host of good games. I mean, today, uh, England was very strong against Canada. Uh, one player was really strong against Canada. Leanne Sanderson. And what uh, NWSL team does she play for? The Boston Breakers. And how many goals did she score? She scored dos goals. She had a brace. Yeah. Leanne Sanderson showed her quality for England today. And a certain unnamed coach maybe, maybe just might be regretting not calling her in or benching her. just name her. Oh, Hope Powell? <laughs> I was going to say, it's not like she's employed elsewhere. It's not like Hope Powell's or Hope Powell's fans are listening to this podcast. <laughs> uh, does Hope Powell have fans? I'm sure she does. She probably does. Yeah. She, has, she has supporters, at least. I know Kelly Smith has publicly said she'll never... You know, stop being thankful for the way Hope Powell supported her when she. Oh, was going for sure. I mean, I mean, there are a but lot of. That, although that is sorry that although that is separate, kind of from her being a coach. That was just Hope Powell being like a, a good person. To, yeah. To Kelly Smith. All I have to say about England Canada is I like both teams a lot. I was kind of rooting for Canada, but I'm really pleased with England's performance too, especially Leanne, because you know, especially in light of context of her and that team so you know what Leanne Sanderson that number nine shirt looked good on you and so did those goals so in in a minute can you can you provide some of the context um why why is her her being on team and her scoring these goals uh so important to you okay a couple years ago Leanne Sanderson said I'm basically taking myself out of contention for being called up for England because I can't play for Hope Powell anymore she benches me unfairly, and I think, you know, I earned the right to show my stuff on the field. So they basically kind of just, you know, apply her trade for clubs. And then after Hope Powell got fired after England's shocking Euro 2013 performance, you know, um, Leanne started getting called back in a little bit after that under new head coach Mark Sampson. So, yeah, it means a lot, I think, to Leanne. After a couple of years of self-imposed exile, She's back, and she's proving that she had the quality all along. Absolutely, it's 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 a good it's a good story. It's it's one of those players that um, you you just feel good about supporting. She, she her love for the game is it's tangible, um, and and you want her to be successful. Yeah, she she loves the game. She loves playing it. She loves advocating for it. She and Joanna Loman have. Um, an organization called Jolie Academy, where they uh, help set up, I think, soccer programs for girls in developing nations. So look that up if that's something that you're interested in. 
Yeah, they're always doing fundraisers, um, getting their their friends in the footy world to donate uh, merchandise, uh, memorabilia to be auctioned off so that they can kind of continue their Jolie Academy um, and the the mission that they've got going on there. So, yeah, England had a good time in their group. I They went undefeated in their group, actually. Um, in Group B, uh, France and Scotland tied on points, but France won out on full differential. So, I mean, we won't talk about Australia. <laughs> oh, okay. Look, Australia, they brought a lot of younger and experienced players, and they were trying an experimental squad. So that's what they were doing at Cyprus, which... You know, that's what people use Algarve and Cyprus for, to experiment. So, that's that. I mean, um, it's it's kind of like the college of women's soccer. It's it's where you go to experiment, right? Yeah. You see if, you see if this lineup is for you, and or if it's just, you know, something that you're kind of interested in, but end up dropping after a week. So, yeah, France is having a good Cyprus so far. But Scotland had a good showing, too. Um... Scotland came out of this thing unbeaten. Scotland, one of those teams to watch. Yeah, in Group C, South Korea came out on top uh, with points and goal differential. I think I kind of kept half an eye on South Korea, and I wasn't super impressed with their performance until the very end, when they kind of walked on New Zealand a little bit for nothing. So that's Group C. So Cyprus, um, the final match is going to be England-France. That'll be a good one. That's exciting, right? That's going to be... Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Japan, Germany, and the Algarve. England, France, and Cyprus. It's going to be a fun time. Look who's cleaning up, Europe. Canada and the U.S. You let me down. I'm just... I'm just disappointed. I'm I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. The thing with Canada is... They're unpredictable. You you never know what team is going to show up. The thing with... Canada. So with the United States, I was concerned but not worried about their performance because the United States is my older kid that can take care of itself. Like you can trust it to take the subway on its own, and sometimes it gets in trouble, but it can usually figure out trouble without having to come to me for help. Canada is my younger kid, where if I take my eye off of it for a second, I don't know whether it'll be fine or if I'll turn back and find out it ran into a pole and has a black eye. I don't know. Or got five stitches on its cheek. Yeah, it got five stitches in its cheek from getting, you know, elbow in the face. You're you're never... you're that concerned soccer parent that like is ready to chart ready to charge the field. Who hit Sophie Schmidt in the <laughs> face? <laughs> Who did it? Right? Who hit Sophie Schmidt in the face? Who has Ellie? Who has the gall to hit Sophie Schmidt in the face? It's like taking a newspaper and whacking a dog with it when the dog hasn't done anything wrong. Wow, you just called Sophie Schmidt a dog. She is a dog. She's a happy Canadian puppy who loves soccer and Canada and playing with her friends. You know? And forgets to throw her arms out. And forgets to throw her arms out. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, so so these these two international tournaments wrapping up over the next couple days, um, pretty pretty exciting finals that, that you want to catch. Um, 
And then uh, no more FIFA dates until April, and then we've got USA playing China uh, about 24 hours before the NWSL season kicks off, uh, which I'm not so concerned about anymore because Alex Morgan today said that she uh, isn't on a timeline for recovery. Um, She'll just be better when she's better, and... uh, so I'm not counting her in for the uh, the Canada or the China games or the NWSL season opener. Yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. Like, don't get your hopes up. To the teams who made it to the finals of Algarve and Cyprus, congratulations. Um, I'm pouring. To, I'm I'm cheersing all of those teams right now with my with to, my Pinot Gris. To the United States, I have faith in you guys. I mean, every team hits a weird patch. But the United States, if we're known for anything, it's for gutting it out. So, you know what? Don't panic just yet. Stick with the team. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully we we get past uh, this hump that the the USA, this funk the USA has kind of uh, uh, put us in, um, and and root them on to victory over uh, over uh, Dance Dance Revolution, North Korea. Once again, dance battle, not the same thing as a forced labor camp, but... (laughs) Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. Okay, um, so it's a Monday night. Uh, We've both had a little bit to drink. Um, I need to go finish my dinner. Thanks for interrupting your dinner to podcast with me, Gab. Yeah, no problem, buddy. Anytime. Anytime the USA kind of pisses us off a little bit and disappoints us. I'm happy to podcast. Thanks for joining us for this special Algarve Cypress edition of Do Drunk Fans. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning because Gab's not so good with technology since she was born in 1943. Um, we'll wow. See you on the next podcast. Wow, you got it in there. <laughs> Under the wire. Wow. All right. Well, see, y- see y'all later. La- see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Oh, whatever. Fine. Have the last pun. I don't care.